entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show. I'm glad you're here. Today we have David Long, the president of a company called My Employees, and of course his website is myemployees.com, as our guest, and he will be talking about his new book, Built to Lead, Seven Management Rewards Principles for Becoming a Top 10% Manager, and thinking about being in the top 10%. We want to help you get and keep your company and yourself Focus on the goals that really matter, and we are going to discuss unique ways that you as an individual can make a difference in the world. We're talking about changing the world a lot the last few weeks. I'm, you know, really focused on this, I guess. Well, if you've read the newspaper, the world needs lots of positive change. That's probably what's on my brain, you know. We're trying to contribute to that. I'm Marty Wolf, and along with my sidekick, Carrie Carney, and our producer, Tom Jenkins, We are going to do our best to inform, educate, and inspire you, our audience of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and anyone who is seeking excellence in their personal and professional lives. So, Carrie and Tom, let's start with an article written by a gentleman by the name of Dave Anderson, and he wrote this in the Forbes Leadership blog on LinkedIn, which if you don't subscribe to this, I'd suggest it. It's got a lot of great articles. Second time I've seen something from Dave, so I must like his writings because I... Seem to pay attention to what he writes. And he talks about here what the headline says is three distractions that defeat a good plan. So he starts it out by saying uh, he went on several diets. For instance, I'd never heard of this one. The Zone, Body for Life, Atkins, South Beach, and the all now favorite vegan diet. And he said, you know what? They all worked. They all worked. And that is, as long as they executed the plan exactly right, right? They all mm-hmm. worked. As long as you do it. Dave goes on to say, as we have, Carrie, he has spent many, many hours in conference rooms talking about and helping companies develop strategic plans. And um, <laughs> there's a lot of companies who spend weeks, sometimes months, delivering, you know, putting together a plan. And then... What happens, sometimes it just doesn't get implemented. And I guess that's what we're going to talk about, but that's the question. So why do some businesses thrive and some just survive? Is it the strategic plan that they wrote? That's the magic bullet? Or is it how they execute that strategic plan? There is the question, gentlemen. There is the rub. There is the big thing we're going to talk about. The reality is most business plans, when you write to get, or put together a strategic plan, you put thought into it, and most of them are pretty good, quite frankly. I mean, you work hard on them. And so what happens along the way? Along comes January 1 or however you work your fiscal year. So what happens? What Dave Anderson is suggesting in this article is that you get distracted. You get distracted, right? And the first thing he talks about is something called the whirlwind. Now, this comes from, Carrie, as we see, from a gentleman named Sean Covey. 
who was one of Stephen Covey's sons. And actually, Mark Anderson is writing this uh, article. However, not Mark Anderson, take that back. Dave Anderson, my correction, uh, wrote this article, but it's based a lot on Sean Covey's work and from his book, The Four Disciplines of Execution. The Four Disciplines of Execution. So you wrote your strategic plan, you're in danger of getting distracted. And the first one, like I've said, is the whirlwind. So what's the whirlwind? The whirlwind is necessary to keep the doors open. You have to be active. There has to be some type of productivity going on. It's your day but job, right? It's your day job, yes. Uh, the emails, the phone calls, the client interactions, uh, getting the orders out the door, all the action that has to happen to ring the register. Right. But is it the right action? Is it the right action? And what he's suggesting in this article, Sean Covey is suggesting, that all that activity should only take up about 80% of our capacity. Now, our capacity has many is, has some parts. It's not only our time. It's our energy. It's our focus. If you, 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 you need to think about that, all that stuff that has to happen, your day job should only take up about 80% of your capacity. You need to look at and need to slow down a little bit to say, well, well as, our, as our friend Joe Calloway would say, what really matters most? Mm-hmm. What really matters most? So you have to think about that. It takes a lot of discipline for an individual and for a company to think about that. So how do you fix that? You schedule things. That's how you fix it. You schedule things. You plan out what's really important. You take the time out of your daily schedule, weekly, monthly, individually, and as a team. You plan that 20%. How do you do it, Marty? You're a whirlwind. Well, well, I'm a whirlwind 80% of the time, but I have scheduled time in the morning. I have scheduled time in the evening. And that is, I don't do emails all through the day. I actually focus that time. And I look at my plan every single day. So that's how I do it. The other trap that people fall into, carries they have too many priorities. Mm-hmm. You write the strategic plan and it has 52 action plans. You can't possibly do 52 things in the next year. Or 52 things that really matter. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything with excellence. And that's what they say in here. Right, Carrie? You can't do it. You can't do everything with excellence. You have to pick a couple things or or things that really matter most. I love this, Kerry, what he talks about here. And again, this comes from a survey. Sean Covey in his book, I'll mention it again, The Four Disciplines of Execution, did a study and it said there's a connection to what we're talking about, that you can't prioritize everything. And it said companies that have two or three goals, they actually achieve two or three goals. Companies that have four to 10 goals only achieve one to two. Companies with 11 to 20 goals don't achieve any of them. This this kind of ties back to what we've talked to over the years about uh, the Marines, Semper Fi. Give good, people three things. Good point. Not two, not four, three, and they'll execute them. I, I see this all the time. T- too many priorities, and you think they're all important. You really have to decide what's really important. Um, the other thing in terms of getting into this trap of you know not following through on your strategic plan is you might be measuring the wrong things. Again, if you have so many priorities, you may think just because you wrote this plan that automatically things are going to happen. No, they're not. You have to focus. You have to think about what behaviors do I have to change? What, what metrics am I going to look at to do things that really make a difference? If Here's the key. 
you have to set up measurements that you can control and that are highly predictive. You can look at and measure the number of outbound calls, your on-time delivery, your employee retention, your customer retention. You can measure those things. You can predict those things. You can change behaviors to impact those things. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So the bottom line is, uh, I love this. You know, you have your, you worked hard on your strategic plan. Avoid that whirlwind. Schedule time to think. Too many priorities. Narrow it down. It's study shows that if you have too many, you're not going to get any of them done. And then measure the right things. Understand what's really important to your company and, and know what's important to you and your company. So we need to wrap up segment one. Our guest today is David Long, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. And David's going to talk about his book, Built to Lead. It's fabulous. You'll, we'll be right back on the Business Builder Show. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving. But my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call. But I know I need help. We're Paychecks, and we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychecks right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab is going to be mine, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? He said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. <laughs> this is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the seven tenets of Taxi Terry. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. Our special guest today is David Long, and David is the CEO, President, Head Mahoff, main man, although he'll dispute that a little later on in our interview, but of a company called My Employees, and the website is myemployees.com, and David wrote a book called... Seven Management Rewards Principles for Becoming a Top 10% Manager. David, welcome to the Business Builder Show. 
Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm thrilled. You're back, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, my second time. It's rare that we uh, have people way, by come the way, back. The book is, na- is the title is Built to Lead: Seven Rewards Principles Built. for Becoming a Top Ten Percent Manager. Built to Lead. That's Built correct. To lead. That's right. See, so the host already made a mistake. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Talk to me about your company. Explain what you do with your company, and then we'll get into the book. Okay. Sure. I uh, started the company 25 years ago in mom and dad's garage, and our company, as you said, is my employees. And uh, we do the employee recognition and engagement programs for about 12,000 active clients in the U.S. and Canada. Mm. And what we do when I say, we try to be the whole ball of wax for companies because, you know, we need to find out where the problem is, and we have employee engagement surveys for that. And the manager takes what we call the pulse, which is a 10-question survey. And then the employees are given a 35-question survey. And let's just say they are never close (laughs) in how the manager thinks they're doing compared to what the employees say they're doing. And uh, it's kind of uh, of funny because they're typically about 25% off. So if a manager gives himself an 8 on something, you know, someone else will give them a six or a five or something like that. The store, the manager, pardon me, the employees will give them about a five. Right. Yeah. And then we go beyond that. We find out what they want to do to improve within their business. Mm-hmm. And then we tie the employee recognition program to that. Now, what we do with the results from the survey is we find out where the managers are weak. Mm-hmm. And then right now we are having developed by a uh, panel actually of about 10 different uh, employment psychologists, and they are, in essence, creating modules for us to be able to give to the manager. In other words, if I'm talking to you, Marty, as the manager of your company, and I say, okay, Marty, you guys have, uh, you as the manager, it looks like your employees think you're weak in this, this, and this. Of course, you look great in this, this, and this, but the ones that you're weak in, I'm going to get these modules to you, mm-hmm. and a little notebook, a little PDF downloadable notebook, and you go through those modules, and that helps you improve on the things your employees, mm-hmm. your, your trusted team says you're weak at. Mm. So we want to help you be the total package, and obviously, if your people are happy, they're going to do a lot better job for you. And it's all about rewards and recognition, right? I mean, oh, from there on out, right, David? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I like what someone said, and I didn't say it, but I'll, I'll, I'll steal it ethically. Go ahead. <laughs> Is uh, what gets rewarded gets repeated. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to see something, um, you know, improved, then reward it. Yes. You know, reward good behavior. A lot of times people, the only time they hear from their boss is when they make a mistake. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I like what I heard the other day. Someone said that, you know, the last time somebody got a, a gold star was kindergarten. You know, so, I mean, that's, that's about the way it is because we all go through life. And really, honestly, what I love about my company is the employee recognition. I used to have a, a, a phrase that we had on all our little stickers and stuff that we put on our plaques, and it was, we only deal with winners because, Marty, who gets plaques? Mm. The losers? Mm. I've never made a plaque that says jackass of the month. <laughs> <laughs> it's not now, in I, demand. I did huh? do a golf tournament one time. You get a kick out of this. I did do a golf tournament one time where they they had me create, and we don't do trophies, but they they had me create these. I did it for charity, so it was okay. Right. We had four trophies at the end for the last place team, and it was for 
little donkeys on his base, <laughs> and they called it Pulling Up the Rear Award, <laughs> which I thought was classic. Creative. But anyway. Creative. <laughs> but that's the only time we recognize the last place people. How's that? There you go. <laughs> well, let's get to the book, because sure. I'm excited about it. I've gotten to be friends with you, and, and, I, and I, know your, I know your style. I know the quality of man that you are, and as a leader, and, and uh, you. your book is Built to Lead, Seven Management Rewards Principles for becoming a top 10% manager. Now, yep. I guess this has to do with your experiences uh, as a business owner. What inspired you to write the book? Give us the backstory. Well, when you have, you know, 12,000 clients, you, that's quite a bit. And you have a lot of management turnover. Mm. And the number one way that we would lose a client is for a new manager to come into that business and just for the heck of it, Swap out everything, mm. you know. And even though the program was working, the employees loved it, they changed it. So I really wrote the book as an educational piece, mm-hmm. mainly first and foremost for, my, for our clients. But mm-hmm. then I realized, you know what? Every other company's got the same situation. So let me broaden this a little bit more to appeal to the mass. Uh, every manager from every position can benefit from what they learn in my book. And let me say this right at the outset, because people are already Googling your name and trying to find the book, <laughs> and the book it won't be available until, I think, September. Is that correct? September 23rd is the launch, but Ingram's has actually already posted an Amazon.com page for Built to Lead. If you do a Built to Lead, David Long, uh, it pops up, but the book's, the picture's not there yet. The testimonials or reviews, if you will, about the book, which are exceptional, are not there yet as well, but they will be in the next few days. Great. I think you can pre-order, though, right? Yes, you can. You can Absolutely. pre-order it, so get yeah, on and pre-order works. the book. All right. Thank you. Let's get into that. let's get into what, what what's in the book, and let's okay. get into a little more detail. And, and you've already kind of alluded to the fact that uh, uh, you know some ma- some managers uh, fail, and so uh, do you have? Did you do some research or your experience on why some managers uh, fail? What are the reasons? Well, let me tell you, first of all, how many of them fail. It's a crazy number. For every 100 employees in your company, or any company for that matter, and by the way, this, this information, this research is from World at Work Survey. They do this like every three or four years, mm-hmm. and, the, and the numbers are consistent. What they found is for every 100 employees hired in your company, that six or seven of those eventually make it into management. And of those six or seven, less than one, Marty, mm. ever becomes promoted again. Mm. So the rest of them are, they fall, they fail. They leave the company or they're fired, whichever. They're not at that company five years later. Mm. Interesting. So Interesting. I, I, knew, I knew there had to be um, you know, a lot of room for improvement when yes. you've got those weak numbers. Right. So that's what I'm trying to fix, and that is my goal. And I, I have, I, I've been very blessed in my life, very fortunate. And I have become a top 10% manager personally in three different separate industries. Okay. Uh, and I mean, so this, the principles that I teach okay. are the same. I don't care where you plug them into. Where they plug you into as a manager, what I taught in my book uh, will help you be a better manager without question. It could very possibly help you double your income. It could help you keep your job. If you're on the edge of getting fired, you can turn this puppy around. Hmm. Interesting. Well, let's kind of bait them a little bit here in terms of, you know, let's go back to the reasons why they might fail. You have some additional Mm -hmm. insights why a manager might fail. Let's get them a little, uh, get them really interested in reading the book. 
I would say, based on research, the number one reason managers fail is they stop learning themselves. Hmm. How can you expect your people to get better if you as a manager are too stinking lazy to do it yourself? Right. You know, I read, and I started, uh, my father taught me this, so I owe a lot to my father. Uh, He passed away last year, but this is one of the things he told me when I was younger. He said, Dave, always read. So I used to, he used to make us read about 15 minutes a day. Well, I went to a half hour. Now today, conservatively speaking, not including emails, Marty, I read three hours a day. Mm. I, I am a freak about learning new things, and I expect my management team to do the same. The last manager that I replaced was one who, after several, I call cattle prodding, yeah. uh, from my COO <laughs> and myself, who basically refused to do the things that every other manager on our team was doing, he just stuck out and was, it was glaringly obvious that uh, he was not doing what everybody else was doing. And con- we, have a world, we have a world-class company here. I'm not shy about it. Yeah. You know, but I, I expect my people to get better. Matter of fact, the very first paragraph on our employee handbook says this. If you are, you know, we are the type of company where everyone here is expected to be better tomorrow than they were today. If this does not strike you as where you want to, what you want to be a part of, then you will not fit in here. Wow. That's strong, so man. I have 45 employees now, and we are beyond world-class. You know what world-class company, Marty, is at any company that has 10 engaged employees? Okay, well, let's stop right there because you just okay. set the stage for our next segment. You listen to David Long on the Business Builder Show. We'll be right back. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving. But my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call. But I know I need help. We're Paychecks, and we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychex right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277. Dear business owner, the shocking truth is many small businesses fail or don't meet the owner's expectations. You want help, but you're not sure where to turn. Maybe you're not sure how a qualified and experienced business coach can help you grow your business. Would a no-risk guarantee of measurable results put your mind at ease about using a business coach? Call Marty Wolf Business Solutions at 570-815-1626 today to learn more about a risk-free offer. A short conversation with Marty Wolf Business Solutions is your first step to benefit from a proven business coach guaranteeing results. Call 570-815-1626 today. This offer is only available to all small business owners located in the continental United States. Want to be a success story instead of a business failure statistic? Then call Marty Wolf Business Solutions today to learn more about this risk-free offer. 570-815-1626. Informing, educating, and encouraging. 
The Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to The Business Builder Show. Our special guest today is Mr. David Long. He wrote a book called Built to Lead, Seven Management Rewards Principles for Becoming a Top 10% Manager. And we gave you the backstory of David. Isn't he a fascinating guy, audience? Carrie and Tom, are we having fun with David Long, man? I, I love that 10 to 1 uh, theory. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a great time. Okay, let's get serious here, man. This book is uh, about becoming a 10% manager, and you have something called Rewards Principles, and mm-hmm. I think the R stands for Reconnaissance. So let's, let's break right. this down, David. Okay. Reconnaissance, basically, military, they call it recon. And, of course, they'll go out and find out where the enemy is and sneak back and, you know, (laughs) let everybody know what's going on. So that's basically what that is about. In other words, you figure out who is on your team now. When you take over as a manager or an existing manager and you're trying to figure out how good your foundation is, you need to figure out exactly if you have the right people, as Jim Collins said in his book, Good to Great, on your bus. Mm -hmm. If you don't, your foundation is going to be crumbling beneath you. Mm. And I don't care when you bring, here's the bad thing, is when you keep losers on your staff, and I, I have a story from my CEO in my book about that, when you keep losers on your team, when new people come in, they quickly realize, ah, I don't want to hang out with these people. Mm. And, and your best people will leave. They will not tolerate that. Mm-hmm. So you, I say this basically, in the recon, reconnaissance and the recon is hire right, train, prune them, and then repeat. Hire? Be, hire? Yes. Prune, Hire right. repeat, mm-hmm. repeat. Yes. Excellent. Hire, train, prune, and repeat. I love Constantly. That. Constantly. Excellent. Because when you hire, when you have a bunch of stud racehorses, I mean, they're really awesome. And then you bring on some, a person who's really, really good, and they come in and they raise the bar. Mm-hmm. Man, that takes everybody up. Well, part of raising the bar, I would assume, is the E in rewards, which would be education. So tell me more That's about right. that. That's right. Tell me more I, about I, Education for me is uh, build your people first. And as Zig Ziglar said, he said, build your people first, and they'll build your company. Well, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm. And one of the things, and the reason I call this, this chapter education is because I do one thing that exemplifies that, and that is I created book clubs years ago. Every week we do this. Uh, we've been doing it for uh, almost a decade. Book Every clubs. Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock and Thursday morning at 10 o'clock, we divide the company, roughly 22 people on Wednesday, 22 on Thursday, and we, I buy books for every employee, and they vary. They do, and we did Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. We, did, uh, we just finished a personal finance book. Mm-hmm. Right now we're reading the very first book we ever read in uh, uh, book clubs, and that is Dr. Tony Zeiss's book. Uh, how, pardon me, the 12 Rules for Becoming Indispensable, mm. which is a phenomenal book. And uh, we're reading it again because we've added so many employees. We figured, let's go back over this thing. So you do all so, these things. Go ahead. Well, you do all these things, and let's get to the W because okay. from there, I guess you start to see the winners. You're doing all, you're laying all this down. So I think you call it Winners Emerge. Tell me more about that. That's right. From our book clubs and, of course, within their own departments, how they excel based against the other people and you know, competitors, if you will. Mm-hmm. within the various departments. And from that, and we also see in the book club who your leaders tend to step forward. Mm. And they want to say, they'll say, well, would David would be okay if, uh, if I take book club next week? Well, I absolutely. 
I this love is that. all about developing your people. David, I love so that's that. That's what I, it works great. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> the idea of the book. I mean, I think that's fantastic. To do all this, though, uh, does, uh, in terms of your entire organization, how important is attitude, which is part of the rewards principles? Well, how important is attitude? Attitude, as someone said, is everything. And it is the foundation upon which everything else you have works. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I've, I had to fire, which is sad, I had to fire our top salesperson a few years ago because the individual was getting an attitude with some other people. Mm. So we always go to them at least three times and say, you need to fix this. And on the fourth time, it's, it's been nice. Have a nice life. Mm. Uh, because uh, we're not going to tolerate that. Yeah. And no, nobody here is an island. Everybody here depends on everybody else to do their job at a world-class level. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to maintain that attitude. Occasionally, you just have to kick people in shins. Yeah. I, I, you know, I you, agree. But you do it from an attitude of love. They know you care about them. And when they know you care about them, Marty, they'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. They will not buck up and get an attitude. Majority of them won't anyway. Correct. Your whole business is based on recognition. So how is that? Yeah. That's the that's the R and rewards, right? So tell me more about that. Absolutely. Here's the deal. Every seven days, research says you need to show your employees at some level that you appreciate what they do, whether it be one aspect of maybe a project that they did, or maybe they were the top salesman of the month, various things like that. At our company, we have what we call the doggy bowl. I bought a, <laughs> a, <laughs> I bought a cookie jar shaped like a dog bone years ago. Mm-hmm. And, in that, and in that dog bone, uh, pardon me, in that bowl, uh, shaped like a dog bone, is tw- uh, 25 little bones with something engraved on each one of them. Mm-hmm. And on 23 of them, there are a $20 d- dollar bill, you know, like dollar sign 20, mm-hmm. $20. Mm-hmm. And then on, there's two of them that have 50, and there's one of them that has 100. And every day, they have minimum levels of what you can do to draw from the doggy bowl. And we take, of those people that exceeded that, the one who was the top one gets to draw. Mm-hmm. And we have different categories that they can they pick out the category and then they draw based on that. So in other words, if you're weak in one aspect of your job and you get to draw, that somebody draws out, let's say, for example, they keep their clients up to date and mm-hmm. someone draws that one and that's your weakest number, you don't get to draw. Mm. So the person who got to, got to draw was the person who was the strongest yesterday yeah. in that category. Yeah. So it makes sure that you do every aspect of your job. Yes. Not one aspect and ignore the others. Because it's which, there's which many, people tend to do, Marty. Right. Yeah. They they get uh, complacent in there and they don't want to learn other things and you can't let that happen. So so <laughs> right. so you're describing a process really. So how do you do how do you duplicate it? How do you keep that going, I guess? We cross train, obviously, is a huge aspect of our company. We are you have to do that to protect yourself. Let me, well, we talk about cross-training. You want to do that because if people go on vacations, you've got to let somebody go, or people get promoted to another department or within, within another company. I, I'm always supporting my people that leave the company that go, and very few leave. Mm-hmm. But if they have, we don't have as much opportunity for as many world-class people as we have, then I have to help them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very happy to do that. Yeah. And I've got cards and letters and all that kind of stuff from people telling me how thankful they are that I helped them you know, go on to their dreams of what they wanted to do. But duplication, you have to basically focus always on growing your people so that you can just put somebody in behind someone else. I call it the shark's teeth leadership program, if you will, development program. And are you familiar with shark's teeth, how they work, how there's rows of them, Marty? Tell me about it. All right. What happens is a shark has like several several rows. It's almost like a 
you know, probably eight, eight to ten rows of teeth, one each behind the other until they get up to the front row. And what happens is they get in a fight with a seal or something, and the seal gets away. It pops out one of their teeth. Another one is right behind it that pops up into place. Hmm. Well, that's what you've got to have at every aspect of your company. Wow. Because if you're constantly training winners, those guys are hungry to be popping up. So nobody's going to goof off in front of them, and they know I'm not going to tolerate it. My CEO, Adam Tart, is not going to tolerate it. And when we have that happen, which is very rare, then we have people always ready to pop up behind them. David, we need to uh, wrap up, actually. We only have okay. 20 seconds left, so we are speaking with David Long. His book is Built to Lead, Seven Management Rewards Principles for Becoming a Top 10% Manager. You can pre-order it now. Go to your uh, whatever, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and pre-order it today. David, thank you so much for being on the Business Builder Show. Thank you, Marty. I appreciate the privilege. Presenting the thought leaders of today. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab is going to be mine, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. <laughs> this is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the seven tenets of Taxi Terry. Dear business owner, the shocking truth is many small businesses fail or don't meet the owner's expectations. You want help, but you're not sure where to turn. Maybe you're not sure how a qualified and experienced business coach can help you grow your business. Would a no-risk guarantee of measurable results put your mind at ease about using a business coach? Call Marty Wolf Business Solutions at 570-815-1626 today to learn more about a risk-free offer. A short conversation with Marty Wolf Business Solutions is your first step to benefit from a proven business coach guaranteeing results. Call 570-815-1626 today. This offer is only available to all small business owners located in the continental United States. Want to be a success story instead of a business failure statistic? Then call Marty Wolf Business Solutions today to learn more about this risk-free offer. 570-815-1626. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. David Long, great interview. Um, David is a funny guy, but he delivers a heck of a strong message. So check out his companies, my his company, myemployees.com. Talking to David and a couple other shows that we've done, uh, Carrie and Tom, and you pointed out at the beginning of the show, Carrie, that, you know, maybe what's on our brain is that we're, we're trying to do our best here. There's an awful lot going on, a lot of conflict. And if we can contribute a little bit to get a little more clarity in the world, then, hey, we're right there. Right, man? So exactly. That's what we're doing. exactly. Tom just said it. One person at a time. There you go. So here we are. We're going to talk about something called four 
totally realistic ways to make a difference in the world. Now, this comes from an article back in September of 2013. It was written on the HuffPost, um, let's see, what do you call that? Blog, HuffPost Huff Post blog. And it was written by a person named Lai, or Lee, take that. Boy, I'm really murdering Lee Newman. Names. I'll Lee, step up. Uh, one you. person at a time. Lee Newman. <laughs> thanks. And let's see here. She talked about, well, she was interviewing this gentleman named Jim Salkowski. I got that one right, Carrie. You got it. I got that one right. Um, and Jim Salkowski had a very successful career as a financial analyst. Probably was making lots of money. And for whatever reasons, he decided to leave that and start a company, a nonprofit called Build On. And it's a nonprofit after school programs for kids in disadvantaged areas around the United States, and he helps build schools for children around the globe. Wow, talk about changing the world. And he has a memoir, Jim Solkowski does, called Walk in Their Shoes Can One Person Change the World? So you may want to check that out. But in terms of the article, here's some suggestions that he has. If you don't have a pen and paper up until this point of the show, I highly suggest you get one because you're going to hear something that you've probably never heard before. And here's the key he wrote. You don't have to leave your job to do this. You don't have to go to West Africa to build schools. You can do this in your own community today. Number one of the four totally realistic ways to make a difference in the world is to start with your own family. Carrie ties into what you just said. We think we have to travel someplace, go to the shelter, uh, do whatever, go away from our own home. And sometimes we may forget that we have a cousin, maybe a brother, maybe a nephew, a family member who needs our help, who may need our encouragement. If we have some money and we can help pay for their education, start with your own family. I love that. Your aunt in a nursing home. Go visit her. Go do things like that. Start with your own family, right? Charity starts at home. Is that the name? I, Is that the quote? I think it's close enough. Something like that. Close enough. Makes sense. Start with your own family. Point number two, rethink your birthday. <laughs> this one's hot. This one's hot, man. So your birthday's coming your birthday's coming no matter what, Tom, right? Whether you want it to or not, it's coming. If you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's, let's get the gratitude right out of the way. Yeah. You have something to say, Tom? You're no, that was, that, was, <laughs> that was it. Okay. Your birthday is coming. And most of us, or some of us, especially Gola, you may dread it. Well, they have a new suggestion here. And they talk about a young lady who is a teenager in a, in a, in a Detroit after-school program. So... Uh, two or three weeks before she was uh, attending, uh, it, well, actually happened. Two or three weeks before she was going to an event, an after-school event, uh, her brother was killed. And so she didn't want to do anything, obviously. Then she decided on her birthday, she said, well, I don't want to have a party. So what I'm going to do is go to the local shelter. She went to the local shelter and she volunteered her time. And she was talking to probably all homeless men. This is her birthday now. And so now think about it. Two or three weeks ago, your brother was shot and killed. You go to a homeless shelter. I'm not sure what inspired her to do that, probably because she was connected to Jim and and the events that they were doing, because I think she's from Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. And 
So here she is playing board games and just talking with these with these folks that um, probably she started to realize may have been even actually worse off than her. Um, so on your birthday, maybe instead of a party, maybe do something special for another relative. Do something special for someone who could use the help. Because think of when you're growing up, and 15 is still young. Oh, your young. birthday is, what am I getting? What am I getting? What am I getting? She turned it 180, and what is she giving? Yep. And yep. she gave. In a hard, uh, hard situation, she gave. And according to this article, she had 700 hours of life-changing work while she was still in high school. Wow. Wow was right. Talk about making a difference in the world. Point number three. Be you. Even if the not-so-chipping, even if it's a not-so-chipper you, be yourself. Be your best self when you're getting involved with trying to, to help others. Um, for instance, we go back to the young lady from uh, Detroit, and she said when she was at the Veterans Center and she was playing board games and she was trying to interact with people, there were, again, remember these are veterans and they went through difficult times themselves and they sensed something was wrong. So they asked her, is something wrong? And... She said, yes, as a matter of fact, this would happen. So the point number three is, even if you're not perfectly on your game, and sometimes people think when you're volunteering, you have to be this other person. You don't. Be yourself. Bring it to your people. That gets like the Dr. Brene Brown. Vulnerability is when great things happen. Yeah. The and TED Talk from Brene Brown. Spell her name, B-R-E-N-E, right? Yes. Brown. Support that. That's a TED Talk, and that is an it's outstanding great. TED Talk. Be your best self. Point number four, start a chain reaction. And again, we're going back to the young lady in Detroit. And um, here's what happened. She actually, being in dire straits in, in Detroit, she was actually shipped out to, uh, not shipped out, she volunteered and went to Africa. And she spent time in Africa. And so think about that. She was doing all this work in Detroit. She had an opportunity to go to Africa to help build schools. Talk about a chain reaction. Talk about impacting other people. And the main part of this story is that if we can talk to underprivileged children about these kinds of things. We tend to think that, you know, you have to be well-to-do to volunteer. What Jim Shulkowski is talking about from an organization called Build On, think about the impact. If you can work with a young child, an underprivileged child, someone who may not even have an, uh, a home to live in, and you can teach them these kinds of concepts, Talk about a chain reaction that could literally change the world. So let me review four totally realistic ways to make a difference in the world. One, start with your own family. Rethink your birthday. Be you, even the not-so-chipper you. Even if you're not smiling from ear to ear, just be yourself. Be your best self, but be yourself. And then start a chain reaction in your family or in the groups that you have. If you have an opportunity to share this information with someone who's less privileged than you, do so. Because you know what? They'll have so much gratitude, they will share it everywhere they go. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Great movie and a great thought process. 
So we set out to inform, educate, and inspire you. How do we do? I'd love I'm to inspired. Hear. I'd love to hear, you know. Book them, Dano. Uh, that's great. I'd love to hear from uh, everybody who's listening. My special thanks to Carrie, Mr. Carrie Carney, and Mr. Tom Jenkins for all your help in making this show something we are very proud of. Special thanks to our guest, David Long. And David is the author of Built to Lead, Seven Management Rewards Principles for Becoming a Top 10% Manager. It won't be released until late December, but you can pre-order it now. Our guest next week will be Zenovia Andrews, and she is the founder and CEO of the Max Out Group and the author of All Systems Go. Surely there is a more consistent way to get this done. So if you like this show, they're all archived at businessbuildersglobal.com. That's businessbuildersglobal.com. And on on demand on Igloo Radio app, which is I-G-L-U. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Marty Wolf. Have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab is going to be mine, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? He said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. <laughs> this is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the seven tenets of Taxi Terry. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving, but my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call, but I know I need help. We're Paychecks, and we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychecks right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277.